Welcome to the Road to 7 podcast, guiding and supporting entrepreneurs along their road to seven figures and beyond. Here's your host, Sheila Cummins. My friends, you are in for a treat today. I'm interviewing Lydia DeFrancesco, who is a role model for taking care of herself in order to build her business. Our theme today is letting go so that you can grow your business. And I have to tell you, it's completely counterintuitive. It doesn't make any sense. But I've been doing this business building game for over 10 years now, and I have to tell you, it works each and every time. Lydia is the CEO and personal trainer and lifestyle coach at Fit and Healthy 365. She's worked in the wellness industry for over six years with a Bachelor of Social Sciences and an MBA from the University of Ottawa, Lydia educates clients and the public that healthy living doesn't need to be complicated. She promotes simple, fun exercise in creating a healthy mindset with a long-term approach to wellness. Lydia is a regular TV fitness and wellness expert on CTV and Rogers TV and has been published in national and local magazines. She loves giving back to the community as an industry board member and fitness coach for Parliament Hill Move Camp, and she's a mental health advocate and supporter of Women for Mental Health at The Royal. We have a great episode for you today. I hope you enjoy. First of all, I'm really happy to be on this podcast with you. It's you. so exciting and I just can't wait to uh, to share and just dive into uh, some of the lessons that I've learned through some hard times. Um, yeah, so basically about a year and a half ago, the short version is I pretty much almost quit my business. Mm-hmm. It was feeling like such a slog, such a struggle. I was uh, f- like feeling like I was just hustling so hard and not getting the results that I wanted And I didn't really understand what was going on or why it was happening. And it was very tiring and and exhausting, to be honest. And I just got to that point where I just felt like I didn't want to do it anymore. And at the time, you and I were working together. And we I know we had some really deep conversations about that. And you were really good about not pushing me one way or the other, but gently advising me to not make any decisions too quickly, which was thank you for that. Obviously, I wouldn't be where I am without that. Um, but yes, essentially what through that conversations that we had, I just realized I just needed to step back and step away. And I know that the title that we've talked about, this is the letting go to grow. And I think through that, it's, it's obvious that that needed to happen. Yeah. And I love that. And, you know, I think so many listeners and so many people watching this video, this video is a part of the Power Up membership program for women that are growing their business. So it's being aired there. It's also being released on the podcast because this is so important. That moment where you're ready to step away, it almost sometimes seems easier to just close everything down. What made you hang on and just keep going one day at a time? I think it was a lot about, you were reminding me of the impact that I was having on people Mm -hmm. and that I was actually doing good work and the work that I was doing (laughs) with my people, I was getting results. Yeah. And I think honestly, that's really a big reason why I I stayed on with it because, you know, yes, in that point of that low, I did start looking for other jobs and nothing that I saw was really of interest to me. So that was kind of also another reason why I was sticking with it too, is because I really didn't see anything else that I wanted to do. And uh, I decided actually to really just 
take a step back and really focus on my clients. That's, I love to work with them. I love to get the results. That's really what I did. So for probably a good two months, Mm -hmm. I did the bare minimum in terms of other things. I was very good about providing my clients with the attention that they need and they deserve. But all the other things, I just did what I wanted to do. And in terms of what I felt like doing, if I felt like sending an email to my mailing list, I did. If I, if I didn't feel like it, I didn't. If I felt like posting online, I did. If I didn't, I didn't. It was really going with my gut feeling of what I wanted to do. I napped just to recharge myself. I started getting into crafting quite a lot more and really exploring my creative side. The big thing that I realized was that I hadn't been focusing enough attention on my own self Mm -hmm. and um, recharging my own self. And uh, because I give so much to my clients, um, even though I love it and it's great, it I still need to, it's the whole, like, you have to fill up your own bucket before you can give to others kind of thing. And I wasn't mm-hmm. filling up my bucket in a way that was working for me. And and I love how you're saying, you know, I didn't stop everything. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't disappear, but I mm-hmm. shifted my focus to my clients. And amazing how when you shifted to giving to them and removing all the extraneous things that were just draining you and mm-hmm. taking that and focusing it on, on your self-care, that all of a sudden things started to shift. So tell us a little bit about, you know, you went quiet for about two months. Tell us about the shift and what's been happening since then. Cause it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. One of the other things that I also realized during the quiet time was that it forced me to be more strategic mm-hmm. with my time and with my actions. Mm-hmm. So instead of just doing things to fill my days and be busy and to be doing the things that I was choosing to do, I was doing from a a level of strategy. Right. Then I realized, oh, I could actually still get the same results or similar results with doing less, just being smarter about it. Right. And so instead of being on Facebook, you know, eight mm -hmm. to 10 times a week, you'd be on it once, but very powerfully. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, essentially like last May, I ended up, you know, threw a post out there looking for a few more clients. And I had done that before, but it just was the right moment. Three people, new people came in. And then really just from there, again, I really just focused on continuing to do the self-care, continuing to really tune into what it was I wanted to do and only do the actions that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And the business just kept growing and growing from there, which was amazing to see. And especially, I really think though, what's key is that I didn't go back to how I was doing it before. Right. Right. I learned that, you know, you do kind of eventually sometimes go back to that point and then you have to get sick. Right. For sure. Yeah. But I was really intentional about my behaviors, even though I was feeling better. And even though I was seeing good results in terms of clients coming in and getting more work. So I think that's, that's key that the intentions behind things were, were different in a more positive way. Absolutely. And, you know, I think you and I really connect on many levels. We're quite similar in that we are a bit of a strategy hound. You know, tell me how to do an email funnel. Give me the sequence to make this happen. I want the template for a sales page. Give me the sales conversation boosters. You know, all of these sort of very strategic things when it comes to growing our business. But you've spent the last six months in a program that's really helping you dig into the mindset Mm-hmm. that is required. And it is also helping you grow your business. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, basically, um, I mean, I thought I had done a lot of personal growth in the last couple of years and even working, you know, working with you the last few years. No, there's more to be done. And according oh, to man. everyone else who's ahead of me, there's more to come. So yeah. that's good news. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know the past six months have just been amazing in terms of personal growth from the, yeah, like a really a big mindset perspective and just a shift. And it's a little bit hard to pinpoint. There were some money mindset issues that definitely were holding me back in terms of I was really limited in what I thought my potential was in terms of income. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't ever think that I had money mindset issues because, you know, I'm a good saver and, you know, I do, you know, I spend money on myself when I want on the things that I want. I'm not overly materialistic, so mm-hmm. I don't buy tons. I, I did realize that I did have a bit of blockage in that area. There was a few comments that were had where somebody threw out a number and I was like, oh, wait a minute. What? No, no, hold on. And then I That's wanted to know who I am. I can't make so, that. Um, it was kind of busting through some of that mm-hmm. and, uh, which has then again, as soon as I on my, did some work on myself, mm-hmm. not even anything related to the business, things started to shift and change within the business Yeah, and new opportunities came in working out of a place where you focus more on impact and less on income has also been a shift for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I look back a lot of the times when I was feeling like I was hustling too hard, really my intentions in those moments were all about the money and all about the income. And I was either feeling panicked or stressed or desperate about not reaching my targets. And so the energy that I was putting out there was one of desperation and just kind of, not that I was saying anything about dollars in any of my posts, but that was what the behind the scenes of what was happening. I just want to clarify that. Mm -hmm. And so what you're saying is when I was putting content out or making offers from that place of need, Mm -hmm. then that's where the misalignment was. And now you're putting it out from a place of, I can help you. If you want these results, this is possible for you. Mm -hmm. That is shifting the results for you as well. Yes. I think we all need to listen really carefully (laughs) to that. When we make an offer from a place of need, it doesn't work. When we make an offer from a place of service, things start rolling. Mm -hmm. I love that. How do you get yourself into that place of service? We all have bills to pay. Right. So it, it is a fine balance. And I do find, again, like like even just recently, I had some circumstances happen. Some clients were on vacation, mm-hmm. other clients leaving. There's always, you know, ebbs and flows in the business. And I did have a few weeks where I was doing posting and I didn't even realize it at the time. Again, I was doing it out of a place of desperation mm-hmm. and thinking again in my head, oh, shoot, I need to replace that income. Right. Again, I got a reset moment. I had mm-hmm. to step back. All of a sudden, stuff comes in. Yeah. It, it's like, okay, I got to learn this lesson. <laughs> we'll <laughs> get there. Okay, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> um, but you know what? The learning is faster now. Like right. the realization of, oh, shoot, I'm in this mindset. And then to get back out of it is faster. And so you're noticing when you go back to it too. It's pretty amazing that when you come from a place where it's all about, essentially it's that it's all about you, right? Yeah. I need the income. Right. I need the the money. I need the clients, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's blocks. People, I don't know how this magical energy thing works, mm-hmm. but somehow it's, it's felt and there's blocks. As soon as you open up and you come from that place of, of giving and, and just creating impact, people come in. In terms of how to get there, 
it's, it is hard. It's a practice. Honestly, I think a lot of this mindset stuff, people view it like a light switch, like, Oh, I'm going to be this one and that one. And and essentially it's, it's a bit more of a practice Mm -hmm. where you might have like a setback or whatever you want to call it. You go back to the old way and then you have to realize and go to the new way of thinking. And then, like I was saying, now I'm more cognizant of my patterns and my thinking and so I can see a little bit clearer and faster when I get back to the old mindset. And then I'm like, okay, no, I have to cut that out right. and come back. I think actually to answer your question about how do I get to that place? Yeah. Gratitude is a right. key component of that. I have been practicing proactive gratitude. I don't know if you want to call it that. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm going to just make up a phrase. I love um, it. It's a <laughs> Lydia-ism. Yeah. But yeah, like every morning I journal and I, I write, first of all, I write about things that I'm grateful for. And it's funny because initially I was like, I have to write about new things every day and like come up with stuff. And, and then I realized like, no, there's no way to be grateful. I can be grateful for some of the same things every day, like my husband and my dog and, you know, my house, my plants. I, I kind of just write out whatever comes to mind. I don't have a set number that I'm necessarily looking for. And that kind of sets the tone. And then I also write out some affirmation statements. Those are are generally different. There's some that I use that are the same uh, from day to day. Um, But I find that those two practices especially can really help get you in that mode of wanting to be of service to people. And then I think it's also realizing that it works. (laughs) Right. And trusting, right? Because this is a really woo-woo side, for lack of a better word, a business which is not you know, a strategy. Well, it is in essence, a strategy, it but it's not like there's a blueprint, enter your gratefulness here, then go and do your mantras. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a little <laughs> bit looser and more abstract than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, exactly. You know, if you yeah. don't try it, you won't yeah. know. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's the key thing too, is that I'm seeing the results. I see that this works mm-hmm. and I feel good about it. Yes. Like it's so great. And I feel free right? Like it doesn't feel like, yes, I work hard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not that same hard hustle exhaustion feeling, or at least it doesn't have to be. Right. If you're in kind of old mindset, old pattern way, sure. It's going to feel like that early May. Like I said, when I went back and was yeah. working at a more of a place of desperation, it did feel hard. I was sure. exhausted those few weeks. And then I got my head back on straight mm-hmm. and then it was like smooth sailing again. I'm like, right. yes, it can be easier Right. It is possible. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, How have you taken this sort of shift that you've experienced and you are a a personal trainer and a lifestyle coach? How have you taken this learning and implemented it into your programs? Definitely the gratitude aspect Mm -hmm. is something that I encourage all my clients to do. I've actually created a gratitude and success journal that I give away to my VIP clients. And in that, it is the exact journal kind of that I follow. So I I didn't mention the two other aspects, which is what one thing, or you could write more Mm -hmm. uh, that you did that was uh, an accomplishment or that it was a success from the day before. And uh, one way that you're going to love and care for yourself that day. That's a great question for us to hang tight on. Mm -hmm. We don't have to make it overly complicated. And like, you don't have to try and invent new things. Like sometimes I put stuff on there that I already know I'm going to (laughs) do. You know, if I'm going to have a nap, sometimes if I feel like that's what I, the most thing that I need that day is, you know, I write, have my afternoon nap or 
paint my toenails or spend some time being creative, whatever it is. So do you know, just for the listeners to know that you don't have to try and add more to your already busy plate Right. in that sense. Uh, it can be already something that you're doing. Yes. Um, or, or maybe right? even removing that you something remove from your life. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I have necessarily an overfull plate, but a lot of women do. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good point, Sheila, that maybe one of the ways you're going to love and care for yourself that day is that you're going to say no. So I do that every single morning. It takes, you know, between five and 10 minutes, depending on how slow I am, but I, I don't rush. I don't want to rush through it. You know, I want to take my time and really, yeah. especially think about the things that I'm grateful for and that sort of stuff. I love it. What's next for you? You've just closed a huge corporate deal, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. You've got your uh, VIP clients. You've got your personal training clients. Where are you going with your business next? Um, I don't know. There's, I, I've taken again, like I've just sort of taken a step back and just seeing where things are taking me. And right now where things are taking me is a little bit more on the, on the corporate side. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am doing a wellness break in front of uh, a group of HR professionals coming up this week. And then in right. a few weeks again, and whether that's, I'm going to do more corporate work or whether that just helps me get in front of more people so I can help more people through workshops uh, we'll see what happens on that. But I mean, for me, uh, you know, I have such a, a message of wanting to help people simplify their lives and make themselves more healthy in a, a, a easy way that doesn't have to be as complicated as people might think. And, right. you know, again, for me, it's, it's about getting that message out there and reaching people and impacting people and not trying not to worry about the income and just knowing and trusting, like you said, that that's just going to come and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to like, um, one of the things I have a mindset coach now and who's Mm -hmm. amazing. And one of the things is that she likes to remind us all of is that you don't have to worry about the how, right? So just, it doesn't mean you don't sit on your couch and do nothing, right? Mm -hmm. You still have to take action, but it's just sort of giving up a little bit of having to know how everything is going to play out or how it's going to happen and just trust that things will happen as they should. And as they, you know, it's meant to be. And, you know, again, and again, I see proof that that's exactly what happens. If you want to connect with Lydia, uh, she would love to offer you a complimentary wellness strategy call on this call. It is designed to bring order to chaos and help you realize just that a few simple life tweaks can quickly make you feel better. And I'll put the link down below. And for those of you that are listening to the road to seven podcast, this is the type of interview that we do once every single month in Power Up. And I would love for you to just have a think about whether this is a program that would serve you. And for you women that are in Power Up, Lydia is living proof of why we are implementing those morning standard operating procedures in your business this month. Lydia, thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for sharing your story. I so appreciate your time today. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for having me, Sheila. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Road to 7 podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. To learn more, visit SheilaCummins.com for more support along your road to seven figures and beyond in your business. See you next time.